we were contacted yesterday evening by a man who attended Mass at Sligo Cathedral yesterday morning, uh, Sunday morning Mass, the half past ten Mass, and he says he actually walked out during the sermon the priest gave, claiming he found it offensive to him. Uh, now, we'll give you more details of the exact points he raised in his email in a moment, but we want to hear your views on this and see if you find anything at all offensive about the comments of Father Declan Boyce, who gave the sermon. Uh, the complainant believes his words during his sermon suggest that Catholics and Christians are the superior religion. And to give it context, uh, Father Boyce was giving a talk on the sermons of Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ's teachings, and in this case, his Sermon on the Mount. Uh, so have a listen and see what you think. Uh, the Mans was broadcast live here on Ocean FM, and um, here's what uh, Father Boyce had to say. The more I read this gospel, the more this notion that some people have of the church not be relevant or not being off the day or not being modern. You know, some people say, oh, that church of yours, you know, it's conservative. You know, it's, it's backward thinking. It belongs in the dark ages. It's no longer relevant in our day. It's not radical. Read this. Read this text. Hold on to this text. There is no figure in history before Christ, since Christ, or in the future, I imagine, that will preach or give a sermon or give a speech as powerful as this gospel today. This is before its time and it is relevant for its time. This is the most radical teaching that any society has ever been given. And no one can argue against that. To live this gospel is to change the world forever. So anyone that ever says to you, oh, you are not relevant for today, ye Christians, give them a copy of this text and say, can you produce anything any better by any author or any world leader or any organization in today's society that is stronger, more relevant for today's world or any world than this text of Jesus Christ. And they will go away with their heads bent low because there is nothing out there. Right, OK, that was uh, Father Declan Boyce speaking at uh, Sunday Mass yesterday. Um, and we were contacted by Gray Monon of Sligo as follows, who has, uh, he wonders if the sermon given was, would people find it as offensive as he did? And he has written to um, the powers that be in the church saying he's sending the message because he's absolutely disgusted, saddened and angry by what he heard being preached from the altar. Uh, he says it's a disgrace and sad that while the Catholic Church is in demise and losing more and more followers, you have someone preaching 
nonsense, especially when most of the congregation were young people preparing for their confirmation. Talk about being out of touch with reality. He goes on to say, every single decent soul should be sacred no matter what religion they follow or were born into and no one is more special than anyone else. I'm one of the many thousands of people who fell victim to the brutality of the Catholic Church while I was an orphan and in the care of that same church. Is it impossible for you to see how just how offensive this sort of hypocritical talk is. If the church wants to find itself once again, it should sort itself out at first because to claim Catholics and other Christians are the true blessed ones is the height of hypocrisy. Shame on anyone who condones, defends or supports these sort of teachings. Sad times indeed, I'm ashamed of the church, as says Graham Monaghan. Let us know your views and did you take uh, from those words the same meaning as... Graham did. 071-911-8104 is our number to call. You can text uh, or WhatsApp to 083-3500-530 and already there's text came in saying not a base offensive. We live in a world now. Nothing is right anymore. It was a very, very good sermon. Uh, Declan Foley's on line four. Now Declan, we, we, we asked you on to talk about the Pope's comments of last week in relation to homosexuality which we'll come to in a moment. You, you've heard those comments. Uh, I, I, I did, and I, I, I really can't find what that man is saying about it, because um, well, first of all, uh, that document is not a Christian document. It's, it's a Jewish document, because Jesus Christ was a Jew, and his family were Jewish, and they, packed, they practiced the Jewish faith. So it's not a Christian document per se. It's actually a Jewish document, which has been adopted by the, the Christian Church. But it's, it can be found in other religions. You'll find similar things in, in, um, in Asian religions in the Far East. Uh, they're always there. But it's just that people don't look into those religions or find them, and that's, that's, that's the difference. But um, mm. I, I think he's drawn the long straw to say that the, the priest said there was only Catholics or because there were not. Every religion, every, God has to be of every religion and none. Uh, because God created us all as we, if we believe that, then He has to be of all religions and none. So, yeah. So, so you, 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 but, wouldn't, um, you wouldn't take that meaning out of it that there was a suggestion maybe that Christianity was a superior religion. You, you didn't, you didn't see that. No, no, he didn't. I didn't hear it. That what I heard him talk was a document, and he said it's a. What well, he said, it's a very, very powerful document, which it is. But um, uh, you know, I beg to take it in the context that it's just signaled out, and a religion, uh, because I mean, to see that document is um, is, is all of the Christian churches, and that includes the Greek, Russian Orthodox churches, Coptic churches. They all use that term, and in fact, um, they, that would also be in the Quran. So mm. it's not necessarily Christian, you know. Right. Okay. And, and, yeah, he said it was a view of you know the Catholic Church not being modern, being very conservative. Uh, would you still feel well, that's the case? The, the, the or not? problem with the Catholic Church is is, is it, 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 it's afraid. Uh, that's the biggest problem. It's afraid, and um, it sets itself up as being the the only church, etc., etc. Once you get into that, and you're, I mean, it, and there's a terrific book that every Christian should read. And it's called the meaning of Mary Magdalene, and um, she brings out the fact that Mary Magdalene was removed from the church. Her gospel was taken out of the Catholic Church in the fourth century. Excuse me, <clears throat> uh, Mary Magdalene was not a prostitute. She was actually a very, from a very high class family, was very well educated, and the family were trying to marry her to somebody she didn't want to marry, and she walks up like five hundred kilometers. To, to team up with Jesus in his work, 
you know. And her Gospels are completely, they put a completely different uh, context into what we have on some of the Gospels, and uh, they were removed along with some other Gospels. Uh, thankfully, these were found in 1945 in the caves in Israel, you know. All right, okay. And um, one of the things that Jesus said to Mary uh, Magdalene, because she was called the Apostle the Apostles, and one of the things that he said was, all, all that God wants people to be are complete human beings. Now, the other thing that he warned the apostles was do not make any rules or laws. It will entrap you. And we see where that's happened, you know. Right, OK. I, a lot of comments coming in. Some people were at that particular Mass and some not, just heard our clip. That was a brilliant and powerful homily, says this person. Someone else has seen absolutely nothing wrong with what Father Boyce has uh, been uh, has been saying. No, I, I, I couldn't find It's been taken out of context, I, I listened to okay. it. Okay. I listened to it twice. I didn't just listen once, I listened twice. And then I listened to a bit of it again and yours. And I mean, he said it's a powerful text, which it is a powerful text. But, you know, all of Jesus' texts are powerful texts. Mm. And as Jesus always said, let let those who have ears hear. And, you see, it's not a matter of just listening. And I was reading, actually, the um, the Elfin Diocese, the proposals that they're going to send to Rome this year for the Synod. And the... Recognition of of uh, homosexual and gay people, lesbian people, and marriage for them is is very common. It has been commented on by a very very wide selection of people. And I read one from America uh, just to see, and the same thing is coming out there that they want they want uh, homosexual to be allowed to marry in the church. They want lesbians to be treated, and they want priests to marry. So you know yeah. these are the things that people see. Okay, well know? well just on that, as we know, the Pope Pope Francis said last week that homosexuality was a sin but not a crime. Uh, he said that, that laws criminalising homosexuality were unjust, saying God loves his children just as they are. Um, uh, he said during an interview, being homosexual isn't a crime, uh, and called on Catholic bishops supporting the laws to welcome LGBTQ people into the church. What did you make of his of his comments, Nick? Well, I thought it was a very powerful statement, and I was delighted he did make it. Now, you have to see the context in which he made this, in that he's going on a visit to some countries in the next uh, few weeks, and some of these countries have uh, the death penalty for, for people who are homosexual. And they have killed people for that reason. Politically, of course, that was more than anything else. And the Pope is a very moral uh, authority, and he has the right to speak out against anything that is a crime against humanity. And the killing of anybody, you know, it, it went on. For, you know, if you only got to look at Germany, what's it did in the, in the period 30, uh, 35, 38 to 45. And they picked out people who were homosexuals. They picked out people who were who were crippled. They picked out Mongolian children. You know, and they they just picked people out as well as the Jews, and that's what they did. And uh, you know, everybody is a child of God, and mm. that's what you know. If we, if we accept God in our lives, and we accept God He is, His t- the teaching of God is that everybody is a child of God, and everybody is equal, and everybody is treated equally. And so, what right does that give anybody to say that somebody who's gay or lesbian is wrong? and should be marriageized, and shouldn't be allowed this, and shouldn't be allowed that. You know, uh, okay. how would we like it also? We're married. We wouldn't like it if mm. we were marriageized. Okay, we were married. What, he, what, he, what he said might be welcome, but there, there's still a jump, is there, for some, uh, when, when the church, the well, leader uh, of the church, uh, officially he, considers he, um, uh, gays to be, to be it's sinners? It's a very big jump. 
Mm. Yeah, well, it's a very big jump. But you have to consider something that Pope Francis is in a very in, uh, unenviable position uh, with people around him. And in fact, if you want to have a letter read by the Pope, you say you write to him here as the Argentinian ambassador to the Vatican. And that's where he's he sure to get it. But he, he sent a letter to... Um, he had a letter, let me see in a second now. Uh, he sent... Uh, he was asked by um, a, a Jesuit to clarify his, his things. And this is what he said to, mm. most to the, to the, um, the um, uh, James Martin, the editor of Outreach magazine. Uh, Dear brother, thank you for your letter. It is not the first time that I speak of homosexuality and of homosexual persons. And I wanted to clarify that it is not a crime in order to stress that criminalization is neither good nor just. When I said it is a sin, I was simply referring to Catholic moral teaching, which is that every sexual act outside of marriage is a sin. Of course, one must also consider the circumstances which may decrease or eliminate default. As you can see, I was repeating something in general. I should have said it is a sin, as is any sexual act outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. It's, this is to speak of the matter of sin. But we know well that Catholic morality not only takes into consideration the matter, but also evaluates freedom and intention, and this for every kind of sin. And I would tell whoever wants to criminalize homosexuality that they are wrong. And in the televised interview where we spoke with natural and conversational language, it is understandable that we'll be not such precise definitions. I pray for you and for your work. Please do the same for me. May Jesus bless you and may the Holy Virgin protect you. So he, he, he has been very careful to stay mm. within the guidelines of the church at the same time. Yeah. All right. Okay. Interesting. But, All right. But what he is saying, what he is saying to people is treat them as a normal human being. Just accept them for what they are. And that's what's important. Now, I also read in that that the Pope is saying, through the lines, he's saying that eventually, in time, they, 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 they will they, they will give the rights. But it's, you know, he has to be very, very careful. We look look yeah. what the last Pope did with the book published as soon as he died. And that, that to me, is it's not right. You, know, it's, it's, you don't do that to somebody. Yeah, you know? all right, okay. Uh, many thanks for joining us this morning, Declan, uh, Declan Foley there. Um, this person says, The weekend gospel you talk about was an extract from the Beatitudes. And my take on Father Boyce's sermon was that if we all try to follow them, either loosely or to the exact teaching, they are a good template uh, for life. 